2: Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for
3: details. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Yokohama Avid Ascend LX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, it's uh, final hour on this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. People fired up over this live tour and Dustin Johnson is leaving. Kevin Na, Ian Poulter's there, Louis Tazen. I don't know why people are upset unless you feel like what's the impact. Is this going to be on the PGA tour? We don't want you messing with our viewing patterns here, but if you want to go play and Dustin Johnson can't, this isn't hypothetical money. This is money because hypothetical. All right. Let me, let me think about that. Maybe a year ago, maybe six months ago was hypothetical. It's real. If you're getting $100 if Phil Mickelson is going to get $50 million a year, let's say, if that's the number that, that's been reported, okay, I get it. Would I like to see Lefty on tour? Sure. Dustin Johnson, eh, maybe more so his wife, not him. But uh, people bothered by this. You know, it comes down to your conscience, the paycheck you're going to get. It's guaranteed. It sounds like fun. Get to play with buddies. You got teams. You still get appearance fee money. Uh, make sure you check out danpatrick.com. we got some great gifts there for you. Our stats of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Some of the headlines, Rangers lightning game four tonight. And then uh, game three tomorrow night, Celtics and the Warriors. Boston, according to DraftKings, three and a half point favorite. The abs, my abs, move to the Stanley Cup final, sweeping the Oilers in overtime. Aaron Donald got paid. Jimmy Garoppolo still in limbo with the 49ers. And the same with Baker Mayfield. Do you have mandatory uh, training camp coming up? Which means Deshaun Watson will be there in Cleveland. Is Baker Mayfield going to be there? 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Seaton, poll question for the final hour of the program.
0: We put up a new one for the final hour, Dan. And we have... Uh, you were kicking this around earlier with Paul. You can add one season, one player to your team for next season. Same price. Okay. Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, Jonathan Taylor, Travis Kelsey, T.J. Watt, Jalen Ramsey. Okay. Uh, right now, Aaron Donald running away with it at forty-four percent, followed by Cooper Cup, T.J. Watt. Very last on the list, Jalen Ramsey.
3: It feels like I can plug in Aaron Donald and know what I'm going to get. I don't know what I'll get out of Cooper Cup. I think I know, but is he going to have any number? Are they going to be close to what he had last year? He had, you know, arguably the greatest season in
0: NFL history, certainly in the top five. Yes, Eden. These results seem awfully disrespectful to Jalen Ramsey. He's a much better player than 4% of the vote, isn't he? But it's all the same price. Oh uh, Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yep. That's a lot of money. Yeah,
4: I think it's a little disrespectful to Travis Kelsey. That, that guy seems in clutch games to be unstoppable. And I, I don't know if he gets enough credit. I think Mahomes gets all the credit. I don't know if Kelsey does.
3: USFL Saturday, red-hot New Jersey Generals battling the Michigan Panthers. The USFL Saturday, 1 Eastern on NBC. And Peacock, there was a press conference earlier today. Dustin Johnson had this to say about why he was joining the Live Tour and leaving the PGA Tour.
5: For right now, um, you know, I resign my membership from the tour. I'm, I'm going to play here, um, you know, for now, and that's that's the plan. Um, you know, but what the consequences are going to be, I obviously I can't comment on how the tour is going to handle. In well, regards to uh, majors, are you? Majors, um, I mean, it's – Again, I I can't answer for for the majors, but, you know, hopefully they're going to allow us to play. Obviously, I'm exempt for for the majors, so um, I plan on playing there unless um, I hear otherwise.
3: That's Dustin Johnson. Uh, Kevin Van Valkenburg works for ESPN, senior writer. He was at the press conference and kind enough to join us. Um, Kevin, how would you recap what happened at that press conference?
5: Uh, Dan, I would say that it was about as expected, a lot of talking points about just, uh, just a golfer, not a politician. Um, just want to grow the game. I just want, uh, to make sure that everybody around the world gets a chance to, to be, uh, experienced golf in a fun, exciting shotgun start team format. Uh, and then some, uh, you know, I would say a few pointed questions about some of the, um, moral conflicts or justifications that uh, some of this required. Uh, It got a little bit heated at one moment. And um, I think, you know, uh, Graham McDowell, to his credit, tried to give some answers that were more than just, uh, hey, I don't want to talk about uh, politics. I just want to talk about golf. And, you know, stepped it in a little bit in his own way, too. Um, (laughs) I think it was a little bit of surprising that Dustin came out and said, uh, up front that he was resigning. Uh, I wasn't sure if, you know, maybe he was going to go through, uh, some of the kind of legal battles that, uh, some of the players are talking about if this happens, but he was upfront and basically saying like, yeah, I don't really care about the PGA tour. It was great to me for when I was there and now I'm moving on and this is what I want to focus on. So, uh, it was interesting. It's likely going to get more interesting tomorrow if they uh, bring Phil Mickelson out as expected. And, uh, that's what <laughs> uh, a lot of the reason people are waiting here to see. <laughs>
3: i'll give you one question for mickelson what would you ask
5: uh i think i would say to phil you know a lot of people uh who say this stuff you know i'm not a politician taylor gooch said today you know i'm not smart enough to understand this phil has always believed that he is smart enough to understand everything (laughs) so phil is one of the few people who you would expect to say like all right how have you weighed all of the sort of moral complexities of this this some of the whataboutism stuff, I don't think really, um, you know, what about China? What about, you know, things the U.S. has done? You know, this is directly working for the Saudi Arabian Public Investment Fund, which is controlled by Mohammed bin Salam. This is not, you know, setting up a business in China. This is not, you know, a, a sort of a proxy of building iPhones somewhere. This is directly working for the public relations of a country that has, you know, been not only, you know, brutally murdered a journalist, according to you know, the CIA and intelligence, but also has done a lot of terrible stuff in terms of like to lesbians and, and gays and around the world and has, you know, treated dissidents with, you know, swift and sort of, you know, brutal uh, punishments. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can sit there and say, hey, you know, I, I don't, uh, I don't really care about that stuff. Um, but I think that it's sort of every journalist kind of right and maybe expectation to at least ask to say, have you waited? And someone like Phil it would be impossible for him to say like, no, I haven't waited because he sort of believes that he's thought about everything.
3: What's the media strategy here with the live tour that like, what, what is their end game?
5: I think the, the live golf strategy is really just to sort of put on a product that, um, they hope is entertaining. And I would say, Mostly, uh, the who attends it and who watches it, it le- is less to do with like their larger reputation of, um, you know, increased uh, business investment in in the, the kingdom. Uh, I think that you know, if if any of your listeners want to go and find a, a really interesting article in the Atlantic that Jeffrey Goldberg wrote, where he literally interviewed Mohammed bin Salam, it talks a lot about the really complicated dynamics of the sort of the kingdom there and how as much as kind of Mohammed Salam has been, you know, kind of cast as the bad guy in a lot of ways, but it's it's a lot more complicated than just that because it, in some ways he's progressive for Saudi Arabia. And so he wants to bring in a lot of uh, a lot of business investment. And so, you know, there are a lot of kind of difficult questions to answer. And I think that a lot of journalists and a lot of golfers, particularly, haven't done really enough kind of research and reading to understand all of the complexity of issues. I don't, I certainly don't have the answers, but I think it's important to kind of talk about the questions and see where everyone kind of, you know, plays out on it.
3: Where do they stand on broadcast partners?
5: None so far. I, I've heard, I don't know this for certain, but I've heard that they've tried to give it away to various broadcast partners and haven't been able to find Anyone this event for now, will be broadcast uh, on YouTube. So give so it you away and find it there. Yes. They are currently giving it away. Uh, you know, I think they look at, they've said a couple of times that this is a startup and they are viewing it like, you know, we're figuring it out in some ways as we go. And so I don't know if you know, some of the, people saw like they're, they released, uh, you know, teams names this week and they look like they're using like clip art for some of the kind of, uh, team logos and stuff. It's, it's not a super slick operation, but you know, it also there is a lot of professional people involved and there are a lot of people who are trying to get it right. I, I think, you know, you're trying to sort of view this objectively. Is it run like a, a regular PGA tour golf event or a major? No, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, They're, they're trying to figure it out as they go. And you have to kind of look at it like that on some, some things.
3: Did anybody say, I just did it for the money, Kevin?
5: Uh, Not today. They did not. Uh, And that question was uh, posed to them directly. Like, why not just sort of say, Hey, you know, it's, it's all about the money. And uh, because I think that deep down, if you could give them truth serum, that that's what probably a lot of them would say. And you know what? That's fine if that's how they feel. Uh, mostly they kind of deflected into, you know, it's exciting. I'm. There was a lot of talk, which sounds sort of funny, about how the and start means that no one gets a bad side of the draw. And, you know, as if that was a major point of contention in, in professional golf, as I've been screwed by the bad draw so many times I have to start a new league. So, uh, uh, yeah. For, I, I wish somebody
3: would just say, I couldn't pass up the money uh, before I let you go. Will or how should the PGA tour respond today?
5: You know, I think that, uh, the PGA tour probably as a business, uh, has every kind of right to sort of try to protect their business. I mean, no one is saying that these guys can't come play over here. They're just sort of saying, Hey, you know, you're not going to get to bounce back and forth between both tours. Can you do that as a setup, as a nonprofit? I think that's a really complex legal question. Uh, I think that, you know, looking like a few years down the road, it would probably, if this continues, if it does have success, it would make sense for the PGA tour to say, Hey, you know, we, we couldn't kill this. We couldn't stop it. It's okay for the the guys to bounce back and forth because it doesn't benefit us to say like, what if Rory McIlroy leaves? What if, you know, Scotty Shuffler leaves all of a sudden you're going to say like, he wants to compete in the Arnold Palmer invitational. And you're going to say, no, sorry. Like, doesn't that sort of screw over the Arnold Palmer invitational? These, places that are, are desperate to get the best players and so i think it's going to be a really complicated issue and there are probably wishes that it just fails and, does, and goes away but you know the the live investments has so much money that i think that they don't they're not running this to try to make a profit they're not even running to try and break even they're just running it to sort of you know kind of fix their reputation globally for business partners
3: kevin great stuff we appreciate your time thanks for joining us you bet Dan. That's Kevin Van Valkenburg. He's an ESPN senior writer joining us uh, from London, the uh, Live Tour press conference there. I would love somebody just to go, hey, you know, I did it for the money, man. You would too. Like, that's okay. I got. Do what's best for you, right? But don't give me these, you know, I, we get to do a shotgun start and we get to have teammates. That's why you did it? Yeah. Josh in Maryland. Hi, Josh. What's on your mind today?
6: um, So to get straight to the point, um, uh, I think the Live Golf Tour can um, put some pressure on the PGA Tour and with their product. And if they can get their product correct, and the, the whole point with the shotgun start is to get all the players on the course at one time. And if they can get the broadcast correct and modernized um, and get, like, get people to watch it free or not, um, the PGA Tour broadcast has, is just ancient and has not evolved over time. And what they could do is they could really get um, on top of the uh, get the fantasy aspect of golf and live betting uh, and people to engage in that and put some pressure on the PGA Tour. And to... maybe
3: they can have an open mind on this, Josh. Thank you for the phone call. But live betting, if you embrace it... Um... Is that enough? Is that enough for you to watch a golf event just because don't, don't you have the ability to do live betting now? I don't know. I don't know what you do with the TV portion of this that says, oh, you've got to watch this. I mean, you're seeing right now, you know, the NFL has the USFL and then there's the XFL. And those are kind of training grounds for, you know, what kind of new technology can we use? They're not those leagues aren't competing with the NFL. But let's say Fritzy was booking for our show, and all of a sudden he said, hey, I want to go book for uh, Jim Rome. I'd say, well, no, you can't. Well, hey, they want to triple my salary. Then go work for him. But you can't work here. That's what's happening. If you're the PGA Tour, and all of a sudden Dustin Johnson's like, uh, hey, uh, I'm going to go. Okay. Like, go ahead. We're, we're going to survive without you. We'll survive without Kevin Na or Ian Poulter or Graham McDowell or Louis Oosthuizen. You know we will. You know, the Masters might not have Louis on the first page. It uh, seems like every year after day one. Uh, we'll be good. We'll be fine. It's like the NFL is going to be okay when Tom Brady retires. The NBA is going to be okay when LeBron retires. They, they will. They are. Yeah, Paul.
4: When Messier and Lew, Gretzky retired, that was a tough little run though for the NHL. It felt like it felt like there was some star power dipped. Well, a with years. Gretzky,
3: yeah. When when Gretzky was gone, it was like wait wait Wayne's not coming to our town. Yeah. Like when you think about expansion, one person, and and what Gretzky did for hockey, every team, every city in the south thought, well, we want a hockey team. Like Gretzky is largely responsible for that. Yeah, more.
7: So we can blame him for hockey in Atlanta. (laughs) I don't think they were going to Magic City after the Thrashers won or whatever their name was. Yeah, our Thrashers.
3: All right, we'll take a break. Uh, More phone calls on this topic coming up. We're back after this Dan Patrick show. Link Soul Father's Day. We got gifts. We got care packages from Link Soul. Guys opened it up and like, you know, it's like Christmas. It's always great to get the clothes from Link Soul. Father's Day right around the corner. And what we wear, you can uh, buy for dad as well. You need a performance polo shirt going to play golf. They have that for you. Long sleeve shirt, dress pants go out to dinner. They've got that for you as well. The boardwalker shorts. Perfect. You want to hang at the beach or in the backyard. Fritzy is a big proponent of the Boardwalker shorts. Totally am. Thank you, Todd. Link Soul has something for you, has something for everybody. New styles and colors for summer. Link Soul is prepared to add some fresh looks to your wardrobe and make this the best Father's Day ever. Go to linksoul.com. They spell it and we spell it the same way L I N K S O U L.com. Check it out. Get 15% off and free shipping with that first order. Linksoul.com get fifteen percent off free shipping with that first order. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine until noon eastern, six to nine Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
7: All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that.
3: To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite.
1: Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in
3: theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It's not very often when you go to the car wash, but you need to wash your car after going to the car wash. That happened to me this morning. I think, all right, I'll just stop in, get my car wash, and uh, I go in, and then it stops. There's a woman in front of me, and uh, she has her brake lights on and she's actually steering the car and putting her brakes brakes on she does i don't think she's ever been in a car wash before so they had to shut the thing down for 10 minutes i'm just sitting there and then they just said you guys got to drive through which we did so i'd soap all over my uh my car my mercedes intelligence runs in the family innovation runs in the family extraordinary runs in the family oh boo-hoo dan The 2022 Mercedes-Benz range of SUVs, every member waiting to impress. Learn more at MBUSA.com. That's MBUSA.com. I mentioned Wayne Gretzky. When you talk about an impact on a sport, of all the athletes and the impact that they have on a sport, I don't know if anybody rivals Wayne Gretzky. So he plays in Los Angeles. The NHL is now on national TV. Everybody, it felt like all of these cities wanted a franchise. Now, keep in mind, the WHA merger in 1979, the league had 21 teams. The L.A. Kings were the only American franchise located west of Minnesota. He goes to the Kings and boosts the popularity. The NHL added five expansion teams, including two in Florida, And then two more in California, the Sharks and the Ducks, 23 of the 30 NHL teams in 2013 were in American cities. Ten of those U.S. franchises came into existence, including teams that relocated after Gretzky was traded. Five of them have won the Stanley Cup, Kings, Ducks, Hurricanes, Lightning, and Avalanche. Avalanche. Stat Whoa! of the day, wow. stat of the day, bat, bat, stat of, the day stat of the day. Got to hit by an avalanche there. Here comes that what? stat of the day. And the ABS are back in the Stanley Cup final this year. Once again, hockey has a final. The NBA has finals. I don't know why that is. Couldn't we have a universal, you know, it's the Stanley Cup finals? But I was told when I uh, was covering it, that it's the Stanley Cup final.
4: Yes, Paul? I, I think grammatically, hockey would be correct because it's it's uh, an event. It's not a series of games. It's The final is a series of a max of seven games. I think grammatically, hockey is correct.
3: But it's a finals game. I think it's a Stanley Cup. It's Co- not the final game. It is the game Stanley Cup. Game three C- of the finals.
4: Should we get a an English professor on this?
3: Well, you've been known to track down a professor whenever you need you one. You should see the reactions when they get the emails.
4: Like, really? I work at Harvard? I'm getting this email? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some dopey radio show?
3: Is uh, Robert Lucetic there? It sure now? is. Oh, an old friend of the show, author of Unplayable, an inside account of Tiger's most tumultuous season. He's a journalist, and uh, Robert is back on the program. Great to see you. Why are fans so upset, or at least I feel like they are, here in the United States with this live tour.
8: Well, I, I think uh, DP they've, they, that the PGA Tour has done a very good job of turning what is really a commercial battle. You've got somebody that's that's just coming after them commercially, and they've turned it into a morality play uh, by saying this money is Saudi money, it's dirty money. It's uh, and and listen, no one is going to be defending the Saudi government. Uh, and MBS for the things that they've done, but I think the tour has, has has made a PR play, and I think a lot of people are happy the way professional golf is is run now. They watch it, they consume it, and it would be very similar to honestly, uh, you know, the uh, a few years ago when the Chinese decided to buy a lot of big soccer players from Europe and 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 put these teams together in this Chinese league, and they just. They just gave them silly money. And, of course, a lot of these guys went. But they went to an inferior competition. And I think the fans were against that at the time. And in a lot of ways, the fans have been molded to, uh, to, to, to get to a particular outcome.
3: Why is Phil Mickelson the bad guy?
8: Well, look, I mean, Phil, <clears throat> you know, basically, he has had a steady supply of foot bullets throughout this entire uh, past six months. I think that Phil has always sort of thought himself to be the smartest guy in the room, and he thought he could work everything and make it all. and, and it, by the way, it's it's worked for a lot of years, right? Let's 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 acknowledge that he's done a great job of uh, of creating a brand. But Phil Mickelson, 51 years old, is no longer, frankly, you know, obviously he had an amazing PGA last year and became the oldest ever major champion. So there's something to be said about that but he's no longer a a force in professional golf he's 51 years old and he was given uh let's be frank a boatload of money and and depending on who you listen to i believe it would i I do believe it's at least 100 million dollars just to sign and then you play eight weeks and you get guaranteed money i mean the 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 the, the real thing about live is that people need to stop looking at it like it makes economic sense it makes no economic sense done they're going to just essentially throw a billion dollars against the wall this year and they don't care because they want to buy a seat at the table they are positioning themselves not for this event this week 48 guys that most of whom you've never heard of or would care to watch but they're they're looking at the guys that are sitting on the sidelines on the pga tour thinking of themselves like this this bottom feeder just made Three million dollars, and I couldn't. I didn't make the cut last week, and they're going to wait for that steady flow of defections to come from the tour. So I think we're at uh, we're at a crossroads right now in professional golf. It's not going to look the way it's looked up until now.
3: How will the PGA Tour respond?
8: Well, obviously there's going to be some uh, disciplinary action. I, I believe it's going to be whether they make it public or not. I've always thought it was it was just. Asinine that they don't just make it public, tell people what you know why you're suspending someone, like other sports do. But the PJ Tour, that they've, they've, they've always hidden behind this idea that our our, our members are above, uh, you know, they're, they're the best, they're, they're above, they're clean, they're all the rest of it. And I know that's an image thing, but what's interesting from today's press conferences at the live event in London is that we now know that a number of these players have resigned from the PGA Tour. They've resigned as members of the PGA Tour. So what are you gonna do? Are you gonna suspend the guy that's resigned? I don't think so. So I I, I believe that uh, the lawyers that uh, Greg Norman and his backers have have employed, and let's not forget, by the way, Ari Fleischer was running that press conference. (laughs) Ari Fleischer, I mean, my goodness. So <laughs> uh,
3: Robert, let's fast forward 10 years from now. Where are both sides?
8: Um, look, it really just depends on how big the investment is going to be. I believe that the Saudis think that they're in this for the long haul and that they will ultimately control the global golf tour. and the PGA tour will become a, a secondary tour. And that's the battle we're in right now. And I'm not sure that they're going to lose because, uh, DP, as you and I both know, money talks. And it talks very loudly with professional golfers.
3: Well, it didn't talk loud enough for Tiger. Didn't talk loud enough for Jack Nicklaus. I'm wondering, does everybody have a price tag? You know, Rory, Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth. Does everybody have a price tag at, you know, when you're in your 20s, early
8: 30s? Well, okay, when you're in your 20s, that's a different conversation to have. If you're winning majors, you you you're about your legacy as a golfer. When you are in your 40s and you've won a few majors and you know that you're on the back nine of your career and somebody just floats 20, 30, 40, 50 million dollars guaranteed, A lot of these guys are going to take it the sergio garcias the lee westwoods i mean look at what they all have in common you know i think dj at 37 is 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 the youngest of the of the of the big names but a taylor gooch surprised me because he's a young guy making his way on the tour pretty successful one on the pj tour and he took the money so ultimately the other interesting aspect of this is that norman is going after young players out of college and this has never really been done. PGA Tour makes them go through the hoops to get onto the PGA Tour, but from what I, I was told, uh, one of the young amateurs was given six million to sign, and then guaranteed two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for every event that he played. And th- th- those numbers—you add those numbers up—and that is a, you know, an excellent year on the PGA Tour. Excellent year for you know somebody that may not potentially even get on the PGA Tour. So he's snapping him up. And again, it all goes back to the fact that it's silly money. There is, you know, people are always trying to make sense of this. Well, it's not going to last. OK, if somebody says to you, you've got $2 billion and you must spend it, what are you going to do? You're going to go spend it, right? So that's what we're seeing right now. And I do believe this will be the weakest of field of any live event because I, I think that other players looking around and saying well the tour is not going to really do anything i'm still going to be able to play majors that's very very important for obviously the younger guys and their legacy Um, yeah so they won't get a guy like rory because rory's got you know two or three hundred million in the bank Um, he doesn't really need another hundred million isn't going to make his life different and he doesn't want to do it so you will always have i think guys that won't do it But it will be interesting to see what the majors do if the next week it's the US Open. We have not heard anything from the USGA about banning any of these guys. And I don't believe we will. I believe that they're going to play because there's about 12 of them in the field. So, you know, do you think the Masters is going to say to a Phil Mickelson, to a Dustin Johnson, potentially uh, to a Sergio Garcia, hey, uh, past champ, uh, no, you're not going to play in this year's Masters. I don't see that happening. So qualification for the masters is going to be an issue. But again, I think that we're going to end up in court. That's probably, probably soon. And, and a lot of these questions will be, uh, will be uh, answered by courts.
3: Robert, great to talk to you again. Thanks for your insight. You got it, mate. Robert Lucetic, the uh, author of Unplayable, an inside account of Tiger's most tumultuous season. And, uh, you know, he raises a lot of great topics there. I think, if I'm Greg Norman and I'm heading up this live tour, I go right to the college ranks. I just say, hey, you can step right out, step right into playing against professionals. You're going to get paid like a professional. You're going to make, I'm going to guarantee that you're going to make $8 million this next year. You're going to play in whatever, 14 events, 12 events. Um, and, and you know, you could do that and then say down the road, you know, maybe there were bigger We're getting more players in the PGA Tour. Or the PGA Tour realizes that you need these young players. You need these other players to play in your events. The Masters is different. Masters doesn't care. They'll be like, Phil's invited. DJ's invited. Sergio's invited. Why wouldn't they be? They're not going to adhere to PGA Tour. Now the other ones, PGA Championship might... I don't know if the British Open is going to care about this. I don't, I don't know if the U.S. Open will care. Phil's planning on playing in the U.S. Open. Dustin Johnson, I'm guessing, planning on playing the U.S. Open. Uh, John in Syracuse joins us on the topic. Hi, John. What's on your mind?
6: Hi, Dan. I'm curious how much you think DJ's rules issue from 12 years ago <laughs> at Whistling States factored into his decision. And I'll get in and get out. Thanks.
3: All right. Um, boy, I, I know that was a big deal at the time and uh, it cost him there at Whistling Straits. But I can't imagine that that would be, this is the reason why, or he started to sour on the PGA Tour. I mean, he's done really well by the PGA Tour. So I don't know if it's one of those. uh, I still remember that ruling. What was it, a a waste bunker?
4: Yeah, it looked more like, uh, it was this area near a beach area, the the golf course, Whistling Straits. And the area he was golfing in looked like... um, it looks like the second cut. I've been in that bunker. It, it, it That's looked, on
3: 18. I've played there, and I've been in that waste bunker. And I think it was, did he did he ground his club? Yeah, he
4: grounded his club. They ruled his area as a bunker. But if you look at it, it's, it's a patch of sand. Yeah. It looks like a, just a exposed, grassy area that has a lot of sand in it. There's people standing in the bunker yeah. at the time he's swinging. He said, I never thought it was a bunker, because why well, would a rules official let 20 fans stand in a bunker while I'm swinging? Yeah. You should see his reaction to Dustin Johnson when he's told about the rules. Of Cody in
6: Texas. Hi, Cody. Hey, Dan. I, I, I wanted to see what are the parallels you see with like the Premier League and Major League Soccer to the PGA Tour and the Live Tour? You know, I remember when David Beckham went to the MLS and, you know, everybody across the pond made a big deal about it, but it helped grow the Major League Soccer. So I, I kind of see that Live sticking around. And, uh, and another point, Man, that Netflix documentary about the behind the scenes with the PGA Tour is going to be fire.
3: Yeah. That's true. Thank you, Cody. Well, imagine if the MLS had billions of dollars and they could take players in their prime. If you said, hey, we want Wayne Rooney now, we want Messi now, we want Ronaldo now. Now, I don't know if you get them. Those guys make hundreds of million dollars. It feels like, you know, upwards of 50, 75, 100 million dollars. It'd be a lot of money to get them here. But let's say you did that. All of these franchises were backed by, you know, billionaires or one, one uh, central billionaire and willing to spend whatever it would take. Let's say you're going to spend a billion dollars, two billion dollars a year. I mean, what is two billion dollars a year to the Saudis? Nothing. You, everybody's going to have a price tag. They may not admit it, but if you said to Rory McElroy We're going to give you $200 million. It's not hypothetical. It's we'll give you $200 million. You want your legacy? You want to win majors? Here's $200 million. Come on over and have some fun. You're not going to approach, you know, Tiger or Jack in majors. You got a great great career already. I don't know. I just, everybody says the right thing, it feels like. Until it's your turn when you're on the clock and it's like, uh, how much is it gonna take? Oh, I would never do that. 75 million? Well, 100 million. Hmm. 150 million. That work? We'll, get, we'll guarantee that. Okay. And then you all of a sudden you put a check in front of them. Now it's real money. I don't know if that happens. But if you get the next superstar or superstars coming out of college and you already have them, now you have something that the, the PJ Tour would want. They don't care about Sergio or Phil or Graham McDowell or Ian Poulter or Taylor Gooch. They don't care about them. But they do care about growing the sport in the next wave of great players. And I think if Greg Norman's doing that, that would be a great counterattack. More phone calls coming up. We'll take a break. What we've uh, learned, what's in store tomorrow, back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app.
6: Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, Boys,
3: Last call for phone best. calls, what we learn, what's in store tomorrow, Reggie Miller will be on the program tomorrow, Golden State Warriors are three and a half point underdogs, you have game four tonight, I'm calling, piv- I'm calling it pivotal, because if the Lightning win tonight, I think the Lightning
7: are going to win the this- Alright everybody, game off, let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go, I know what you're saying, flag on the plate, you've already talked about that, but there's just so much more good stuff in this game.
2: Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.
1: This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race,
3: Only on DraftKings Pick 6, the crown is yours. Gambling problem?
2: Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18+ plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For our up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co/pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com/promos.
3: Series, But if uh, the Rangers win tonight, then it's a pivotal Game four. <laughs> I like when they let it play out a little longer. Yeah. That's a great call. Why did they decide to do
4: that? Where did I, the horn come from? Yeah. Checking. Yeah.
3: The Abs uh, beat the Oilers 6-5 in overtime. On to the Stanley Cup final. Fritzy has a SportsCenter tease. So I do. So when you tune into SportsCenter, they let you know what's coming up on the show, and Fritzy is... Uh, going to do his best impersonation of a SportsCenter anchor. Do we have music for him, uh, Marv? Little, little, little lower. little lower.
6: Coming up on SportsCenter, oil spill aisle four. We'll recap the Avs and Avonauts. Home on the Rangers. Can New York take one in Tampa and bring a 3-1 lead back to the Garden? Donald Buck. Why Aaron is no longer quacking about retirement. Let him live, golfers swinging with the Saudis, but at what price? After a tough loss in game two, what's your cousin from Boston saying about the Celtics title hopes? Also, Darwin's theory of evolution, how the new Lakers coach plans to evolve with Russell Westbrook. Gee, where's Jimmy? And it's ladies' night, Sooners and Longhorns? How cool. The gang's all here at Center. next. Nice. All right. All right.
3: You got the horn?
4: Yeah, I found a few different places. Uh, The Chicago Blackhawks supposedly pioneered the now uh, popular trend of the horn. In the 73 Stanley Cup final against Montreal, Hawks owner Bill Wirtz liked the sound of the horn on his yacht and instructed his PA people and the the people at the facilities to have a horn the next time there was a goal, and it started catching on. That's not official. They think it could have been other places, but the, the first time some type of loud noise was used. All right.
3: Uh, Tyler in Detroit joins the program. Hi, Tyler. Hey, DP. Hi, Tyler.
6: Hey, how we doing, DP? Great, Tyler. So I appreciate the time. I appreciate this quick therapy session for all of us, Detroit sports fans. Uh, It's a bit of a detour on the show, so again, greatly appreciated. We're talking about this track record of a historical, abysmal, dark days of Detroit sports, a city with four major sports teams that hasn't seen a playoff win in over five years. We're talking about since October 2013 was the last time we advanced to the next round. The Pistons were the last team to go 500 in the city of Detroit, and that was in 2019. Got swept by the Bucks. If you go to Vegas in the last three years and look at a sports book and look at the championship odds, you will see all Detroit sports teams at the bottom of the list with the longest odds for the last three years. So I just want everyone to just hope <laughs> and send us good vibes and empathy and thoughts because it has been a historically terrible, terrible track record. But hopes are high.
3: All, All right, please. thank you, Tyler. Brought the show down, bummed me out. Yeah, Tyler's bummer. I don't know if other sports franchises around, you know, a sports fan around the country is going. You know, when you got little, uh, you know, Tommy and Sally going to bed, and you say, say a prayer for Detroit sports teams tonight. Get down on your knees and say a prayer for the uh, Detroit Tigers. You know, Red Wings had a pretty good run. The Lions have not had a good run. Pistons had a good run, too. Yes, Paulie?
4: This day in sports history, day in 1997, the Detroit Red Wings won their first NHL championship in 42 years. They swept the Flyers. Here's a good one. Uh, In 1892, John Joseph Doyle became the first pinch hitter in baseball history when he was used in the game. 1892, Hmm. uh, he was playing for Cleveland against Brooklyn, and his manager, Patsy Tabo, asked him to go in the game. There's no story whether that was legal or not, or why no one had done it before, or why he was allowed to do it. Hmm. Anything else? Um, Toronto Sky Dome hosted the first game to be played indoors and outdoors on the same day. The roof was closed in 89 when the weather became threatening.
3: 1973, Dave Winfield is the fourth overall pick in the baseball draft. He was also selected in the NBA draft and the NFL draft. Was he also selected by a soccer team? I thought that he was drafted in four different sports. I don't, even, I don't think Dave Winfield played soccer, but for some reason, and maybe I'm just making that up. I have no idea. Did Dave Winfield get drafted by four different sports? Baseball, NBA, NFL. Maybe just three. I don't know. Because he played He played college basketball.
0: No luck? I think we're all trying to read the exact same story. Oh. <laughs> That's it again. One player, four drafts. The remarkable tale of Dade Winfield's draft history. Okay. But I don't know who he was
3: drafted by. The, the fourth team? Yes, Paul. He
4: was drafted in baseball, with Padres, yeah. by the Padres, obviously. Basketball by both the Hawks and Stars, so that could be the... F-
3: oh, ABA, NBA, right. and NFL. And
4: then the Minnesota Vikings, 17th round for football. So those could be the four teams.
3: Yes, Todd.
6: And the Canucks. No, I'm kidding.
3: No, that's... Like, come it, on. It it didn't
6: happen. Right. nothing <laughs> to do with Hawks.
3: Uh, wow, well, we got a laugh track for Fritzy. I,
7: I need it desperately.
0: All right. Uh, final results of the poll question. Uh, Dan, 44% of the audience would add Aaron Donald to their team next season. And then for the Live Tour, uh, how big of an impact will Live Golf have on the PGA Tour? 58% say minimal. And 75% of our audience would play for the PGA Tour rather than Live.
3: All right, let's go around the room. What we learned, Todd?
6: You don't think the Lakers necessarily want to keep Russell Westbrook? They have to right now.
3: Uh, They're saying all the right things. Seton O'Connor, what did you learn today? Golf got a lot more interesting. Yeah. Yeah.
7: Marv. Now, Dustin Johnson won't have to play golf for the rest of his life. Yeah, that <laughs> poor
4: guy. I was going to have to play golf for the rest of my life. Paulie, Tomorrow's going to be Saucy. Phil Mickelson talking at the Live Tour.
3: Sincoro Tequila. Delicious, ultra smooth, naturally rich tequila. Best enjoyed. Neat. On the rocks, a slice of orange or in your favorite tequila cocktail. Perfect toast for a life well played. Drink responsibly. 2022 Sincoro Tequila, 40% alcohol by volume. Imported by Cinco Spirits Group, LLC, Miami, Florida. Talk to you tomorrow. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com.
8: It's my little escape.
1: Now Judy's the life of the party.
8: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
1: Whoa, take it easy, Judy.